Help support the free funny by checking out a live Smodco event. Jay and Bob get old in Indianapolis on Wednesday, April 11th. Grand Rapids gets Jay and Silent Bob on April 12th. The Orpheum Theater welcomes Jay and Silent Bob get old in Galesburg, Illinois, April 13th. The Brea Improv hosts Hollywood Babylon on Saturday, April 14th. April 18th in Salem, Oregon, Jay and Silent Bob get old at the Elsinore Theater. Check out Kev Solo in Eugene, Oregon on April 19th. The Neptune Theater in Seattle welcomes Jay and Silent Bob Get Old April 20th. Kev is doing a solo show in Seattle, Washington on April 20th. Caroline's on Broadway in New York, New York welcoming a sold-out evening with that Kevin Smith on April 22nd. Tickets for a second show still available. Don't miss Jay Muse and his amusing stories in San Jose, California April 22nd. Muse makes a stop at South Texas Comic Con April 27th. Join Kev and Ralph for Babylon in Des Moines, Iowa April 27th. Maquoketa, Iowa welcome Welcomes Kevin Smith on April 28th and Sunday, April 29th. Babylon in Iowa City on April 29th. Babylon with Kevin Smith and Ralph Garman in Calgary, Alberta. That's on Tuesday, May 8th. May 9th, Kev and Ralph stopping for Babylon in Edmonton, Alberta. Winnipeg getting old with Jay and Silent Bob, May 10th. Babylon in Vancouver on Friday, May 11th. Batman on Batman stopping in Prince George, B.C., May 12th. Jay and Silent Bob get old with the Super Villain Tour in Gainesville, Florida. Sold out. That one happens on May 16th. Jacksonville also has a sold out Jay and Silent Bob on Thursday, May 17th. Join Jason Mewes at Nickel City Con Friday, May 18th. Kevin Smith is solo in Asheville, NC. One of those shows is sold out. Still tickets available for another show on the 19th and on May 20th. Stand up live in Huntsville, Alabama. Welcome Jay and Silent Bob. Get old. Bernalillo, New Mexico. Kevin Smith is heading your way on Friday, June 1st. The Santa Ana Star Casino in Bernalillo, New Mexico welcomes Jay and Silent Bob on June 1st. Kevin Smith solo and Jay and Silent Bob both have additional shows in Bernalillo, New Mexico on June 2nd. June 30th, join Jay Muse at Toy and Geek Fest at the Washington State Fair and Events Center. Remember, links for tickets to all of these Smodco shows and all upcoming events can be found at csmod.com. She said, what do you call it when your dreams have all died? And what do you call it when every breath's a sigh? What do you call that when you just can't go on And you wish in the end would come sooner Well I pondered a question and I looked at the time And I said well it's 12pm so let's call it a nooner Good morning everybody, welcome to the Nooner Podcast on the Smodco Internet Radio Network. My name is Marty. I'm a host. Embrace it. Embrace it. No. My other I'm host. Bill Twitterson. With and, his and Mike Snow t-shirt. Very hip. Sorry, Steve. <laughs> You're too old for that shit. It's Mike Snow. It's Mike Snow. Is it Mike Snow? Yeah. A young African-American gentleman approached me on the street and went, nice shirt. Made old feel, man. No, he didn't say old man. That uh, was in plot. He there. picked me out. Oh, nice good. shirt. It's a nice Thank shirt. you. It is a nice shirt. Yeah. You have to know it's Mike Snow. It doesn't say Mike Snow. Well, I know it's Mike Actually, Snow. Actually, I wore this last night. The lady and I ate out al fresco because it was 375 degrees here in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. It was too hot to cook. 
and she was wearing a Ratatat shirt. I was wearing a Mike Snow shirt, and we have a combined age of about uh, 120, mm-hmm. and we're wearing you know hip young bands on our shirts. So oh, nice. good for us. You go, girl. Um, cool. <laughs> when your shirt is just red. Yeah. Well, oh no no no! It's an Under Armour. It's sporty. No, it's yeah. it's the Target version of Under yeah, Armour. Yeah, it look it, the logo looks like Under Armour, but it's a little fucked up. Like it's not. It's it's old. Yeah, uh, it, it actually looks like a Subaru logo. We were like two minutes late because Steve was looking up who owns no which taco chain he was thinking of. That and you came up with Wahoo Tacos, Wahoos. and you were really proud of yourself. I was proud because you thought it was started by some punk rocker. Uh, no, I thought the drummer was, from Blink One Eighty Two bought in and bought some of them. Oh, they, they've been around, uh, according to the internet, since, since the eighties. Nineteen eighty-eight, yes. started by the Brazilian Chinese brothers, Lee brothers, yes. and Wing Lam. If yeah. you ever make it down to Southern California, come enjoy oh. Wahoo's oh, Tacos. This episode be, brought, to you, brought to you by Wahoo's, Wahoo's Tacos. Uh, every square inch of the taco joint is filled with stickers and skateboards, and they're showing surf videos, and it is the most tattooed uh, food staff you'll ever come across. Really? Yeah. Really? And the food is meh, but it is like being in a skate shop in the early 90s, or I guess late 80s, whenever mm-hmm. those guys started it. Are you ready for some news? Yeah. All right. So, you know, we've had all this churn in the president's cabinet. Oh. Wait, wait, why are you sighing? Or were you, were you saying, oh, I'm ready to okay. sigh. I'm ready to roll my... There we go. I'm ready to roll my eyes. Go ahead. Okay. You know, dozens and dozens... Don't call him the president. Just say Trump. Trump. Just don't give him the honor of... Dozens the, the, the and dozens of appointees have resigned or been yeah. fired. Yes. And... Yet there's this it's just, toxic over there. There's this one piece of shit who's just lingered on like this dried dingleberry. The Mooch? No, he's gone. No, he's uh, long gone. Spice? Spice Band? Mm, no. no, no, no. Uh, Maverick? No. Uh, Goose? Mm, no. no. Uh, what, what did you call him? A fucking idiot guy? That, that who? guy? Who? You know, that Rex Tillerson called him Trump a fucking idiot. Oh, Tillerson's gone. Yeah. The Till Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else? Uh, John Bolton's still hanging on. Well, he just started yesterday. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's still there. He's still there. The clock is ticking. Yeah. He, he would last longer if he shaved his mustache. Yeah. But. So who's left? Who still works there? Um, well, the, Huckabee somebody, girl? She's still there. Yeah, yeah, okay. And then, but somebody just, um, oh, somebody in the uh, National Security Agency or whatever, okay. somebody below Bolton just quit today okay. because Bolton wanted him out. No, I'm, I'm talking about Scott Pruitt, the head oh, of the Scotty EPA. Oh, Scotty P. Yes. The Pru man. Yeah, and you know, Brewdog. and like there's been like these this sort of veil of corruption and and sort of um, veil veil. Yeah, no, it's, it's more a thick duvetine of corruption, right? <laughs> uh, with other other cabinet members who have resigned, and then but then there's this guy who's come under scrutiny for flying first class. Yeah, but people were attacking him in coach because he's bad at EPA. Yeah, but whatever, they walk by him just the same. Yeah, you know, well, like uh, I, I'll allow that. Okay. Well, what about having a 24-7 security detail? Well, he's getting death threats, according but like to a th- him. A 30-person security staff. Yeah, I'll allow that, it. Like, that, you know, followed him. Like, he took him with his family when he went to Marty, Disneyland. Marty, have you ever flown first class? Have you ever flown first class? No. It's, no. I, I got to allow it. It's yeah. pretty, it's pretty. Uh, if you oh, could, sure. If you, can, but, if you can do it, you should do it. But the previous one, she did not uh, fly first class. Well, she was from Boston. Shame on her. Yeah. No, <laughs> no shame on Pruitt. It's like, yeah, shame on Pruitt. And 
and, and then he wanted his security detail to, to turn on the cherries and sirens like so that he could like skip through traffic. You got it. it was late for dinner. He was late for dinner. Wouldn't you do But if you had that power, would you not do it? I would ask, sure. Yeah. No, of course not. I wouldn't do the that. The 405 is a parking lot. It's Friday at 6 o'clock, and you have reservations at, at Spago? Wahoo <laughs> in Costa Mesa, and you need to blaze down the, the 405. You just fire them up. And I'll allow that too. Okay, and then get, the, get, the, give me something that I won't the, allow. The fifty dollar a night condo in that he had that was owned by a lobbyist, lobbyist's wife. You know, oh. so so I, free will, I will not allow that. Wait. That's and, not the free market at work. And then he tried to spend seventy thousand dollars on office furniture, including a bulletproof desk. Yeah, that, that was I'll allow turned that. down. You allow that? Like like a CB2 nice one or like oh, a, I think we're talking like Herman Miller. Oh, and, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Bullet, yeah. And then he tried to get... The economy's doing great. We got money laying around, Marty. What are you, what are you vexing he, about? He gave his two lackeys like giant raises that the administration denied at first. And then he figured out a loophole to get them grant money to yeah. increase their salary. Sure, sure. And then, and then he said the next day like, oh, no, it wasn't me. And, and when I found out about it, I corrected I, it. I corrected yeah, it. Yeah, that's what yeah. you do. He, he, there was a problem, yeah. and he corrected it. And it's, if it's not corruption, it certainly is the appearance of corruption. You it's know? total corruption. But, and then what's even worse is that as EPA head, he has overturned 33 like, environmental regulations and is in the process of gutting 24 more. And one of the key rules he reversed was revoking the, the mileage standards uh, for automakers. Yes. He's not, or he's not, he reversed that, but he's also not enforcing a lot of the laws that right. Obama put in. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So. Well, he's a puppet of the Koch brothers. Well, and, and they're ilk. Yes. Yeah. He's, well, they're, he's they're friends, oil men. He's friends of oil and coal. Oil men. Oil men. Yeah. yeah. So here's the thing. But, you won. Oh, 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 sorry. Oh, no, 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 so that he's a corrupt man. Yeah. He's doing the things that I believe a generation ago felled John Sununu. Uh-huh. First class tickets and spending right. spending the government's money when we're cutting taxes because we need to stimulate growth. Right. The Kochs, he's not a, from the Trumpian world. The Trump got elected and then the donors in, in that network said, great, we want this guy installed in the EPA because he's doing what they want. He's allowing their business to be less regulated that's that was his role and that's what they spent all that money for so great he's probably getting some sort of slush fund through uh some back channel from all those billionaires and he's doing their work so just go to work don't, don't raise any alarms nobody knows who the epa chief right. is no we don't i don't wake up every morning going what's the epa doing just be quiet don't have them turn on the sirens so you can right. get to your dinner right. Just fly coach, put on a baseball hat, and, uh, and then become a lobbyist when you get you know four years down the road. It's and so get like it's millions so, and millions of it's dollars. It's inept corruption. Yeah, like just. But the thing is, if he's ousted, he's going to be replaced by Andrew Wheeler, who like Congress approved, who is a longtime coal lobbyist. Yes, a fifteen-year-old coal lobbyist. So right. we're fucked either way. Now, while all this bullshit is happening, like mm. you know what, I can't stop fixating on is. Okay, go on your device and pull up a picture of Scott Pruitt. And if you want to, the, the, the hopefully maybe the Tumblr page uh, being maintained by Tyson and Darren, which is at noonerpodcast.com, will uh, point you to a picture of him. Okay, you're looking at him? Ah, uh, there he is. Yeah? Handsome. 
we are the same fucking age. He and I are the same wow. age. We both graduated from college in 1990. Did he go to Yale? Then, uh, no, he went to Georgetown College in like some, not Georgetown University, Georgetown College oh, in like Kentucky or something. Like, yeah, I went to Harvard College of Arkansas. You're right. Oh. And but he he went on to run an eight million dollar agency, and I have a podcast listened to by dozens. Yeah, well, it's the um, like is looking like a, a wizened Voldemort, like the the cost of success. Is that yeah, the, probably is that like when you sell your soul to coal? Do you like does it age you twenty years? I would imagine you drink a lot because this guy I drink a lot. Eh, I that I'm I'm looking at him now. Yeah, that that looks like a lot of scotch, and scotchy scotch. Scotch. Yeah, I don't know. I it's it is weird because I see people my age and I think I don't. That that looks like an old man. Yeah, he is. He looks like an old man. He and, looks like he's in his sixties. Yeah, he's and I just feel like it emotionally. Wow. Yeah, it's it's pretty shocking. Well, government is Hollywood for ugly people. Like it it is. Oh, right, the, right, right, the, right. the beautiful people come out here and get into <laughs> and a, do what I do. And get yeah. and get behind a mic. <laughs> yes. And uh, the the hideous monsters uh, troll on over to D.C. where they work behind the scenes. Right. But some of them pop up from the uh, the murk. And that's what you get. You get, uh, wow, yeah, he looks, he's also, it's the, you either have hair or don't have hair, but he's like, I got hair, but this little patchy sections of no hair, just go bald. Yeah. Do a Jeff Bezos. Like, do like, a Jeff Bezos. I was going to say Scott, uh, oh, who, who's the governor of uh, Florida? Rick Scott. Rick Scott. Well, he looks like a lizard. But, yeah, but, 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 like, but imagine him with little thin strips of wispy hair and like Terry Hogan on the side. He'd look even worse. Like, Stephen Colbert last night was saying that Jeff Bezos is coming kind of under attack by Trump because he's everything that Trump isn't. He's like a, a true billionaire. Bald. And like accepts his, like wears his baldness well and like has actual like power. In, in uh, shape. And in shape, yeah. Affecting the world. Yeah. 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 Well, so, he also owns the Washington Post, which likes to right. beat up Trump. Yeah. Yeah. Well, likes to take, tell, uh, what is it? Bring truth to power. Ugh. Yeah. So, Steve, how are you? I'm very well. How are you? I'm, I'm enjoying okay. this uh, sweet cafe. Oh. oh, wait. Now I'm geotagging you. I mean, uh, nothing. <laughs> it's not an Eagle Rock. <laughs> we're here in a, in the, uh, the Kevin Smith silo in Long Beach. It's well we're, known we're, that we have an open door policy. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I got myself an Americano down the street mm -hmm. to, to kickstart my morning because it's early here. It's not noon where I am. Right, you're in the uh, the East Coast office. People don't realize we're we're, we're different studios. We've actually never seen each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like it's, like, it's odd. You're on the monitor here. Like, look at you, oh, I'm hey, waving at hey. you. Good morning, Marty. And uh, they're, the, the, the Americanos are overpriced, but I, I can deal with it. But they do the thing which I really hate, and maybe it's the uh, libertarian inside of me. It says uh, for orders under four dollars, no credit card, mm -hmm. and the large. Uh, Americano is $3.90. So I, I have to get cash, which okay. I, I don't have because I'm, I'm a, a time traveler from the future. I don't. I just use these little chipped cards that extract money from my bank account. Mm -hmm. I don't carry money around. And so I'm like fumbling through ones. I don't, I don't have enough. I got to give, give her a 50. And then I, I brought you a bunch of change because I, like, uh, I don't like coins. I'm not a coin man. Right. Hard coins. I, lo I love my crypto coins. <laughs> love them. 
Do you just like rolling them like Scrooge McDuck? Smith bucks. We're uh, we're gonna we're gonna do a what's it a CPO? Uh, no, no, it's an IPO for cryptocurrency. What's it called? Oh, I don't know. Oh, oh, they're doing all. Everyone's doing them. They're, they're, uh, somebody knows what it is. We're gonna do it with uh, Kevin Smith. We're gonna oh, good. What, what are you gonna crypto. call it? Uh, Smith bucks. Smith bucks. Yeah. Okay. We're, we're an gonna... ICO. ICO. Yes. Okay. Yeah. An initial currency offering like has anybody anybody actually been able to buy anything with cryptocurrency besides like Drug, drugs online yeah or can you buy stuff with ethereum or yeah i think you can i mean i i see it you can definitely use it on the internet uh-huh. in, in the in legal channels in do you want to donate to someone's web page they'll have a bitcoin wallet so i could either be sending them five dollars or five thousand dollars depending on the day so i, I don't know how that you know that works, mm-hmm. but I haven't bought, say, something on Amazon with a Bitcoin yet. Uh, um, right, it's, it's so volatile. It's, you don't know. And I don't volatile. think they want you to spend it yeah. because you're buying a mic cord that is three dollars, but you might give them a penny. Right. I don't know. Right. I don't. I, th- I, don't I think it'll be a long time before. Or it stabilizes, yeah. if if at all. But but when you sign up to be a retailer with a credit card, you sign an agreement, and that agreement says there's no minimum. There's mm-hmm. they, they the credit cards want you to use their product, right? So, but they charge you a three percent. They charge the retailer three percent, three percent, right? Or maybe it's more with Amex because a lot of people don't take Amex. Uh-huh. Regardless, they they make up their arbitrary. We don't accept, so they are violating their own agreement with the the credit card companies. Which right. I will I love to point out to someone trying to make my coffee at seven thirty in the morning, mm-hmm. and they said I, that's just I, we just that's the yeah. Why are you hassling the barista? Because I, I and you can actually report them to the credit cards, and the credit cards will send them a letter saying, "Well, a customer said you're violating the terms of our agreement. You know, please accept." any amount on the card right it's just annoying I'm just i'm <laughs> and you're just a dick no i didn't really bother this yeah this poor person yeah they don't, they don't know they've but not read the you uh, had a little a uh, scenario that played out in your head where you bested them very king of comedy where i just bested them and yeah. I, I got amex on the phone and said we're sending we're sending uh, our top men there right now do you use apple pay no do you do any of those nfc ones where you just tap your phone or whatever no no uh, well, and then with the other crazy thing is we still have to sign for our credit cards. Yes. Like that's the weirdest thing because every credit card is chipped, right? Yes. So why do you need to do that? It's some amounts you don't. It's always like at Trader Joe's. It, it's I, it's a little game I play. Like, yeah, well, did you go is, over? Did I go over? Is it twenty five dollars? Is the where you have to now sign because my and my signature is just a scribble. For years, I I had a, a happy face signature, and people. Uh, dicks mostly would say, "May I see your card?" And I would show them the card. And oh, the I'm back, always I'm always happy when they do that. Uh, well, they were doing it because I did a happy face. Oh, I and see. then they, I showed them my my card, and on the back of it, where it said "sign," I made a happy face. <laughs> that <laughs> is awesome. This is just stupid. Like we're, it is stupid. Like a finger. You, you don't have to do that in Canada. Like you don't. No, oh. they just come. They walk by with it. And they, instead of taking your at a restaurant, they, instead of taking. Your credit card, and then running, and then I coming back. That they theater. just they just have a little machine. Yeah. You fill, you just put in your tip, whatever, right. and then you're done. It There's, spits out a receipt. Yeah, yeah. They have that in a, in most of Asia. Yeah, like I've had that in China. It's, and, it's silly, and so now like it's up to a 
retailer to decide whether they want to do the signatures or not. Walmart has pretty much gotten rid of, rid of them. Target this month is expected to get rid of all signatures. But what are... What, uh, what, what, go on. What, go on. I'm flummoxed. Yeah. What, they, they think they're going to get you into a court of law that... That you've defrauded Target for some yeah. some Tide Pods, and they're gonna they have a, a handwriting yeah, yeah. analyst and, and showing they, your yeah. signature. They, they, like, they have, absurd. Have you do it like ten times, and then the jury sees each one and then compares it to the one that's on it, the back of the card? It's just no, no. But the point and is, it, it does drive me crazy. Crazy when my wife she she cursives her name, she writes it mm-hmm. out, big T A M, and and I. My signature is just one long scribble. It doesn't matter. It's just this is like a hangover from another uh, era. And she writes her whole name. I've got to write my whole name out in case people are worried that right. I, I'm not me. And I defrauded this restaurant for $26. Like how just, Donald Trump like takes like four seconds to write his signature on every proclamation. I uh, and, The guy I worked for years and years ago, who was Gary Oldman's producing partner, his, his name is Douglas Urbanski. Well, that's a long one. Yeah. And he, he was one of those old school, I like to write letters. And he, I, he would, uh, you know, attach them to the uh, the scripts that he would send to Gary. And uh, his signature took up half a page of the the letter. You, you know, he, it would be like, "Dear Gary, attach, please find the script for The Matrix. We think you should take a look at it." Right. Warm regards, Douglas Urbanski. And then the D would go through the between the warm regards and his name all the way to the bottom of the page. So then, he was like. Hey, people remember John Hancock? They're going to remember Bansky. Exactly. Yeah. Like, A, this is going to a guy that was here earlier today. <laughs> <laughs> that you have to sign it. That the, this is this, and the whole like dictated but not read and not unsigned. Like, uh, who fucking cares? Well, yeah. And it's absurd. Darren pointed out that in Sweden, they're, they're trying to become a cashless economy. Yeah. So which makes like accounting much easier. Yes. You don't have to worry about employee theft. You yes. don't have to worry about theft at all. Like, you know, people holding you up because every place that. in Austin had the, the iPad pay system, whatever that's called. Uh, it's got, it's like a one word Apple pay. No, but even like taco trucks had, they, they, they would type in the amount you, and they would switch the pad to you. You'd swipe your card, add tip, like right. even low end places that you would assume take cash. Yeah, uh, we're 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 on to this, and there were a bunch of places. It was like a like a, I think they won, uh, Shark Tank. It was a like a Korean Mexican mashup, a la Kogi. Uh-huh. Uh, they were cashless. Yeah, they were, and I'm seeing it now here in LA. Like we we don't accept cash. Just bring your fucking stupid bank card in. Let's, right. Let's let's get this moving. Well, Darren is saying that contactless is the future so we got to get our nfc phones in in order oh really yeah okay yeah because we want to be part of the future i pray when i go to the supermarket i i beg the lord above to show me someone in front of me in line who's writing a check just so i can flip out a la larry david so i could just lose my like you're writing a check Uh, really in 2018. Oh, and by the way, um, I forgot to uh, give you my coupons. Can uh, oh, we have to run it again? Okay. Oh, I don't. Okay. I don't go to places that have coupons. I I clip coupons. Really? I do. I love it. But isn't there a better? Uh, the, of course, there's a better there's way. There's like an app that it's whatever. It's just like I want to read the paper on Sunday. 
<laughs> such an old man. I am. You are Scott Pruitt. You I just, am. You just aged yourself. I 10 told years. you that. I told oh. you that. I'm. I'm old on the inside. Oh boy. It's. It's really sad. And like, I was coupons. very embarrassed about it for a long time. But then now I just embrace. You embrace it. the coupons. I mean, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. No, I. I don't go to places with coupons. But I, I want to see someone bust that checkbook out and get their license ready, and then watch the person write the license number down on the chat. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. All this like this yeah. fucking insanely byzantine yeah. c- complex oh and i, I exchange. added two twenty dollars extra so i can get some cash, cash back. back yeah because yeah, i'm gonna head over to this other cashless place hey your uh, hard drive defragged oh it's <laughs> uh, it's faster now it, I, it feels faster it just feels faster <laughs> multitasking on the podcast i'm look at can everyone hear that it they doesn't hear the little ding oh ding? yeah it doesn't, oh, it doesn't defrag on its own <laughs> Okay, you got Are you checking you, for viruses while take, we're on the air? I put in. I'm using a new, a, a different computer for for the sound cues today. Ah, one that has no fan, and and also I think that uh, heats hof- up. Hopefully, Google Google Hangouts will work, um, so we can get that going. So I was listening to Trump today. Oh. When, when he was whining? When about, he was whining about... When he was supposed to be talking about Syria, and he was just like... Well, that's boring, because it, it's complex, and there's no easy answers, but when there's uh, yeah. an exciting uh, break-in, at, mm-hmm. as he said, at his lawyer's office, and I listened to him speak a little bit, and I zone out, because he's a really terrible speaker. He's not well thought through when he talks. But I did notice that he doesn't say um a lot. I'm obsessed with um. I say um. You say all the um time. a lot. And I remember Obama said um. He said ah. That was his version of um. Right. Constantly. Ah. Uh, uh, we got some folks who are. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's a big part of the, the impression is doing the ah. He's doing the ah. And then I and I, so I'm listening to Trump fumble through uh, sentences and mixing metaphors and not completing thoughts and tense disagreements and and whatnot, but. He doesn't say um. And I, yeah, I, and but that he was, also says nonsense instead. Like he will say yeah, ridiculous I, I'm things. Not a, it, like, it's an observation. I'm not but, saying. But like you can see his brain getting stuck. But yes. He'll just continue to speak and he'll say weird words. But I think it's subtly signaling to the dummies who think he's the bee's knees. Well, he did go to an Ivy League school, you know. Well, so did you. And, you know, yeah. There we go. Wearing oh, yeah. oh. Under Armour knockoff. Oh, I mean, yeah. come on. It's like a C-level <laughs> Under Armour. But he doesn't, I, I think it's when people um a lot, when they're talking on, off the cuff, when it's not a prepared speech, I think it signals to the audience this ingenuousness, if that's a word. Mm-hmm. And he didn't say um. He, it was, he was talking about Syria. It's a big problem and we've got the greatest military and we've got to deal with this. I don't care if it's Russia. He's, he's confident about what he's saying, even though he doesn't really know what the fuck he's saying. I just but, imagine when he was growing up, his dad was like, just quit saying, um, you idiot. Yeah. Just smack you're, him in the back of the head. So fucking dummy. Be more like your sister. She's going to be a judge or your brother who will oh. kill himself later. Yeah. Well, too, too soon. Yeah. Oh, good job. <laughs> good job. Oh, Bring geez. everybody down. So I, 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 and when they got to, the break in at the lawyer, his lawyer's office. He did ah uh, a little bit. You, you could see he was in a little bit of free fall and panic. We'll but, see what he does when he's being questioned by Mueller. <laughs> how how hesitant he is to answer questions. And I watched a Netflix show. This episode brought to you by Netflix. No, this this house brought to you by Netflix <laughs> that we're sitting in called Dirty Money. And they did a whole one hour on him and Gibney, Alex, Alex Gibney. Gibney yeah. 
And it was very good because I don't really I don't really follow the news like you do. I'm not interested in this kind of soap opera. Well, you did listen to Trump this morning. Well, he was on my podcast, but he is he uh, it, it's a part of his brand. He he really seems to know what he's talking about and I I feel like it's a conscience conscious attempt to not say ah uh, and not stutter and always keep talking even if you don't know what you're going to say doesn't matter keep talking right, control switch, the air control the air yeah. don't blah 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 i've got a lot of china china da, 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 da. like he really he knows how to do it and and i met obama uh really blah, 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 blah. yeah when he was running that's cool no whatever and i asked you know it was I, just a whole line of people he came through and met i i was studying his campaign uh, uh, office. Stevie, uh, nice to meet you. Yeah, Jimmy Stewart was there too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Take that off your resume as an impression. Yeah. He's the only a- Asian Obama impersonator on my agency's roster. Um, there's, there's that um. He, I asked him a question. Uh, how's it, what's it like to run for president? And he had a prepared speech. He had a little, well, I'll tell you, it's the most and and I remember years prior when I was at school, I ran into Alan Dershowitz in an elevator, and I asked him, ironically, what's it like? To- <laughs> what's it like to run for? Would be the first black part? No, I asked him about him speaking on behalf of Kevin Smith's clerks because it got an X rating or an NC seventeen, uh-huh. and it had no nudity and had no violence. It was just language, and I said, I'm sorry, I don't mean to bother you, but I was curious about. Uh, clerks and the MPAA and he turned to me like he was on CNN and he so went like, Jack j- Valenti and the MPAA but da, 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 and he hit all his points and so but just so everybody knows like so he they hired Dershowitz to, yes, rep, to to rep the film rep the film or to appeal the decision to give it an NC-17 yes and okay. and when he spoke to me in an elevator he did not speak to me like a human being he spoke to me like I was a jury or I was a camera in a studio somewhere and he was speaking to, you know, whoever's, whoever's on CNN. And I, I think Trump doesn't have that. He, he is not an attorney. He does not have these beautiful sort of talking points. Well, we've got some folks who are doing bad things to people. And what we need to do is have those folks not do those bad. It's, he's, he's just a a real guy. He's a real, he's a real guy, but I, I believe he, it's his, it's his ability to keep talking, not pause and awe and seem weak. I think it's like it's probably some shitty real estate seminar he went to when he was yeah. 20. Like, always keep talking. Never say um or ah. It's a sign of weakness. And he wrote it down on his little Trapper Keeper notebook <laughs> and, you know, and, and has followed that through. He, I just, I just looked at him or listened to him this morning and thought, God, it must be so exhausting being him. Just to be on like that, yeah. Just, but, but he just like to be. He, it's it's his number one mandate is to just always be on, like the the topic of conversation, you know. And but I mean, on when you're I, on, I, yeah. yeah. No, no. But I I think that like whether it's in the room, whether it's in the headlines, he just wants to be dominating. And but l- it, listen to him the next time he talks off the cuff and, and count the ahs and ums. No, he, he. I don't hear them. Yeah, you don't hear them. No. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was it was an interesting observation because I just zoned out listening to his horseshit about we've got the best military in the world and we're going to take care of Syria or we're not we're we're going to get to the bottom of it it's going to be a good decision and we're going to definitely do the thing that needs to be the thing that we need to you know he just he keeps 
it's it's a sales pitch. Yeah. And you never go, um, you might you might think this is not the car for you, but um I I think, you know, um it, it that just that telegraphs weakness. And it's yeah. just it's it's it, he's it a does. salesman. I just I I I def, I guess it finally hit me. This guy's just a used car salesman. I have a terrible time listening to myself because of the ums. ums. Yeah. Well, we should make little songs about it. Do, uh, <laughs> do you have one? No, I don't. Oh. Uh, so do Steve, I, yeah. Steve makes these. He has a, a a friend of his or a guy of work. A showrunner I worked with who was not the brightest bulb in the world. And I would be in meetings with him and on conference calls with him. And he said, um, so many times. And not just um, but he would do a triplet. He would go um, 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 um. You know, we could um, 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 um maybe uh, um, uh, um, um, um. You know, like and he he was one of the. He's too much going on in his world, so he, you know, he's got eighteen other shows or whatever. And well, I think um, um, and he would just look at me, and I would go Thursday. Thursday would be a good time to um, 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 you know. Talk, talk to uh, my mom. He just did. I, I would keep count in meetings just out of sheer boredom. And I think I'm on the spectrum a little bit. But I think <laughs> once he said 95 ums on a conference call, I just I, I couldn't I just couldn't believe it. He just says, um, and then he was on TV. He was on the morning news once. And it was it was uh, the TCAs or whatever, you know, some TV critics, blah, blah, blah. And it was him and a, and a British show guy you know had some show and it was the the morning like sam rubin whatever la ktla guy right and said hey we've got blank here and he's a promoting his show and he, this really polished huge setup for him you know from a professional right. broadcaster and i've got blank here he's promoting a show so tell me blank what do you think the best way to get your television show to the people is and he went um it's <laughs> just on air um well at that point it's just reflex he's not I, even he's yeah. not even like trying to recall something it's just like natural i think so uh a- after this guy i worked with another dude uh a gentleman who was paranoid because he had, had shows taken away from him because he's incompetent and we had a call with him this showrunner and a, a network and I, I wasn't in the room with him. I was out or he was somewhere else. We, it was three different parties. And after the hour and a half long call, mm-hmm. he called me up and said, yeah, I had uh, that recorded because I'm paranoid that I'm going to be fired. And I'll send you my, my, my girl, as he said, is transcribing it. So she, they sent me a 50 page word document of a, tran- a, a call that I was on. Um, where I, where I spoke. And I was, I, I was paranoid that it was, I mean, it was like a, like a, a deposition. I mean, every word was in there. He wanted every inflection, every um, every ah, uh, and a sentence fragment. And I, I, I thought, oh my god, I talked for hours on that call. I'm gonna, I'm gonna see what I really sound like. I'm an idiot. And I looked, and I was pleasantly surprised. Well, people take out the ums when they. No, no, trans- no. This, this was the ums and ahs and oh. and uh, in all the incomplete sentences. I, I think they had sent it to a legal transcription service or something because it it came in you know that that form that depositions come in and right i was paranoid that i would i would have sounded like an idiot on the page but i didn't 
Oh, that's good. I was very, I was pleasantly surprised. Wow, that's watch, a great watch story. Your ums. Watch your ums, everybody. But then, but like Darren pointed out, that the things that Trump says are nonsensical, and that's the the crazy. It doesn't thing. matter. Just keep talking. Uh, uh, it's it it is great when you parse it down, and when like you look at his Easter speech, that's what Darren pointed out, and that was just a shit show of just non like it's like a stroke victim just speaking. Yeah, it's it, jazz. Yeah, it's it's kind of fascinating. Mm-hmm. Verbal jazz. It doesn't, you don't know where it's going. It's not even jazz. It's like one of those Grateful Dead second set space where it's just formless. And just a bunch of hippies are tripping on acid going, this is amazing. But yeah, it's just a bunch of red, red capped people are like, that guy's amazing. That guy's amazing. He just, it's, it's verbal jazz. I saw the Isle of Dogs this weekend. Well, good for you. Yeah. Moving on. (laughs) Uh, I can tell when I fucked out a subject, Marty's. So I did something else. Yeah. Okay. Keep, you keep in talk? the conversation rolling. Okay. Whatever. No, wait. We talked like an hour on that. Um. Um. um, um are you a Wes Anderson fan? No. Why not? I just. It's a little. Uh, pre- 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 precious. Some, precious. Precious. It's something with a P. Yeah. I did like novel the, by Sapphire. What was the one with Rafe Fines? The Grand Budapest Grand Hotel. Budapest Hotel. Yeah. I enjoyed that very much. Yeah, it was great. Yes, I also enjoyed Moonrise Kingdom. Never saw it. What about Rushmore? Saw it. You it's okay. I rewatched it. Eh, it's okay. The very stylized, uh, The Graduate. Yeah, which is fine, yeah. but uh, yeah. Uh, I thought it was. I mean, I love that movie. I love Grand Budapest Hotel. I love Bottle Rocket. But all that said, that one too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, He is a very precious director. A lot of uh, flat angles and and uh, you got to be in the mood to see his. And I don't think I was in the mood to see Isle of Dogs. Oh no! Two ums down. Two ums (laughs) down. Um, um. (laughs) not um 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 um. Um. Yeah, I guess that's a better way to describe it. I was trying to sound intelligent, but he is a very specific tone, mm-hmm. auditorially. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was a an obscure '60s song of, in there, of course. You know, and it's very underplayed, uh, dramatic wise. It's everything's muted. Yes, there's there, there's no Al Pacino screaming scenes. It's it's wasps going, but I want to do this. Well, but you can't. Oh no. But like in Rushmore, I really felt. Like a kinship with the uh, the, the Schwartzman guy, yeah, Talia Shire's son. Um, yes, like he's the Coppola. Yes, yes. And, and I was like, oh, you know, I like I I feel for him his frustration and 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 you sort of like wish you were had his sort of creativity and and you know that spirit. So like I identified with that. So he's in. At dinner with the girl, the teacher that he loves, mm-hmm. Bill Murray, and she brings a friend who's played by Luke Wilson. That's correct. Who's in... I don't know if, if Bill Murray's there, is he? He may not be there. No, I, just, no I think he is, actually, because okay. I rewatched it. And, okay. And he's... the Luke Wilson is wearing scrubs. Right. And there's a joke like, oh, are they? Yes. Like, oh, 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 wait, what is... Is that the joke? Yeah. I can't remember. Like, I, it's so bad. Yeah. It's good. I, I never understood that. Is he trying to... Oh, he's trying to impress Olivia... Um, no. Whatever her name I is. I never got that. I, I, no, and, and that that's the whole point. Okay. Yeah. Now, I, it just, oh, it, are they? Oh, are they? 
They, those are OR scrubs. Oh, are they? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. All right. Cool. Well, so you, now you, you cleared it, it up. Help it help you appreciate. Now the I'm movie. a fan. <laughs> yeah. All right. We've we've just, we've accomplished something here, but you do have to be in a mood. In and then in Isle of Dogs, like I'm a huge dog person. I like animation. I thought the animation is beautiful. I'm Asian. Hadn't and, noticed. Yeah. And I went there, and I, it didn't really capture the relationship between people and dogs well for me oh yeah oh and that's that's was a disconnect for me okay and then uh and then i came home and watched paddington 2 again oh and it was all good it's such a great movie so do do, do you what do you guys think of of wes anderson let us know tweet in that's nooner podcast or nooner podcast at gmail.com if you want to email and it is only Isle of Dogs, not Isle of Dogs. What? Wait, not what? the Isle of Dogs. The Isle of Dogs? No, because Isle of Dogs sounds like I love dogs. Oh, thank you, Taryn. Yeah, I got that joke. Mm. Yeah, but I'm still calling it the Isle of Dogs. Okay. So, yeah, there right. it is. I won't go see it. You won't go see it. Don't go see it. But I, uh, yeah. I, I don't. I, I like. I like that he's making movies. I, he's doing. He's an auteur of sorts, and we don't have enough of those. He's doing the Lord's movies. work for He's sure. He's doing the Lord's sure. work. Yeah. Sure. And it takes a lot to get me to go to the movies these days. What was the last movie you saw? <sighs> God. Star Wars? Last Jedi? But no, in the theaters. You didn't last see Last Jedi. I saw the theaters. Oh, yes. I had a miserable experience because oh. people were talking in front of me, behind me, to the left. It was just the garbage people of Earth decided to. Well, that's why people don't go to the movies anymore. That's why I don't go to the movies. I, I'm. Well, I did go to the theater where you could have the reclining thing. Yeah. Why do you do that? What? Because it's comfy. But why don't you just go to sleep? I, because I was watching the new Wes Anderson movie. It was electric. <laughs> well, why Activating. do you go to the movies to lay completely flat and sleep? Because I wasn't sleeping. I was watching the movie. No, I've been to that theater with you. You you slept during Godzilla. Oh, well, sure. But that was Godzilla. Godzilla yeah. was fucking But why pay dull. $14 to sleep? Why not just... I had a gift certificate. It was less. <laughs> Oh, right. you I had buy, a coupon. You buy your tickets. I had a coupon. You buy your tickets at Costco. I buy my tickets at oh Costco. Oh my God, you are you're an elderly man. Oh, I am. <laughs> I am. Clipping and you know coupons. what? You can take as many samples as you want at Costco. They don't care. Are you a Costco member? They, I am. Oh my God. Yeah. Can you take me some time? I want to see what I want. Oh I just I, that's a documentary. There's a strategy. There is a strategy <laughs> to get Alex like, Gibney on the yeah, horn. We're gonna like, do a documentary about you. I'm not I, ready for dessert yet. <laughs> let's get do. Let's go to the pure, the naked juice section to uh, cleanse the palate before we go. Do to you the buy your Mach three blades in bulk. You've got I, the, you, you, a palette of blades. Doing yourself a disservice <laughs> if you don't buy them the, that the way. The price point I, yeah, is too. It's sweet. fifty bucks for, but it will last you for years. <laughs> Oh my god! I can show you oh. the cabinets that are full of toilet paper. <laughs> really? Oh yeah. Uh, well, like yeah. what? How many toilet papers do you buy in a sitting? At a, oh well, at a, at a, at actually, that, I had a coupon, and then there was the thing: <laughs> if you buy three, you buy three packs, and you get it was like it, so cheap, it was stupid wow. not to buy it. So wow. yeah, wow, yeah. And then uh, I, I, I had some toothpaste my wife was like we don't have any toothpaste and i was like no no we're gonna we have, have toothpaste. toothpaste we're good through 2020 <laughs> yeah yeah we can survive an apocalypse <laughs> oh yeah and then there's uh there's the monopoly game that's yeah going what the on right. what the fuck is this everywhere i go now they're like okay. do you play monopoly and i go i, I you know are what? you trying to indict me i don't take, what does that take mean? the tickets I and took, give them to me what are Give they? them to me. So you've, uh, can you explain? Right, just unpack it very briefly. Okay. Don't say um. Go. 
You just you you take these things and they have a little monopoly board. What? Is, no, no, no. Okay. So the there idea are people is, in Europe listening to this. They don't okay. even know. So it comes with two sets of two sides. On one side is a a ticket that you can that will have a sometimes a coupon. I I got a free bag of Doritos that you can go pick up after the show. And if I have a Doritos coupon, do I get also get the money back? That's something I don't know. And then on the other side, they have all these little these little strips that you put on this monopoly board and then if you get all the strips like if you you know get all the properties then you win that prize i see last year i won 20 bucks okay yep and so now, just for those who still don't understand what's going on and i have participated in it and listen to you i still don't understand it yeah you go to a supermarket yeah you buy groceries you use a bunch of coupons and at the end of it well this happened to me recently because it's i don't go to these these types of supermarkets they say, do you play Monopoly? And I say, sure, what does that mean? And then they hand you a, a bunch of folded up kind of Monopoly uh, cards and you take them home and you rip the ends off. Yeah. And inside are, what is, you're handing them to me. I, I can't believe you have someone. Yeah. So they're, they're, it's like $10, $100. Or you or can win a million dollars or a million dollar dream home. And, and so gonna, they're basically dream just, home. they're just coupons. Yeah, like that's the scam. Yeah, and and each of the little strips is has a product on it. So basically, the grocery store has oh like oh my god, there's like five hundred here. Yeah, of course. I, I wait outside and just like say, hey, you got any extra tickets? Any extra tickets? I'll take your tickets. I'm like a what's like, your hour? What what do you make an hour at work? I'm just trying uh, to figure out how much like you won twenty dollars, but you spent seven hundred. And in but man, I have in, a in lifetime of <laughs> supply of toilet paper, toothpaste, Doritos that we'll never eat. Oh my god! It is the best. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So they they handed me five, six of these Monopoly things. Give I them took to them me. home. Give them to me. I threw them out. I opened them up and I just want money. I there's no money inside, so I just oh. threw them out. Oh, I didn't even know there's this board. Idiot. Okay, so you give have to them give to, to me. I don't go to these kind of markets. You so. did. I I know. I had to. Trying to find duck fat. It's very difficult in this town. Oh, Had to go to a Vons. You don't need duck fat to do confit. I, I do. It does. You don't. It, you it, just it, no. It, they they've done save studies. it for the other podcast. I don't. I don't want to. Okay. I don't want right. to. I'm too tired, and it's too early to get into a duck fat fight with you. <laughs> All right. <sighs> so you play Monopoly, and last year you won twenty dollars. Twenty fucking dollars. But what are the man hours that go into this? Like this well, okay. year, I'd love you to like the, keep a little spreadsheet. There is of, an app now that does <laughs> that reads all the the things, so you don't have to actually stick them on the board. It'll just tell you if you've won something or not. I take all the monopoly things and I mail them to Vietnam, and then I get a great price on a bunch of uh, click farmers who do all the. They enter all the information uh -huh. and they play the, the board for mm -hmm. me and they mail it back. All right, that's great. Yeah, you won twenty dollars. Yeah. Hell yeah, I did. So I, I'm holding your Monopoly tickets. I, I'm, there are no winners there. Like <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm waiting for the winning, the winning ones in there. Conservatively, there's a hundred, maybe 150. Okay. Tickets. So you've What's opened 150 of these. What's your point? And you've processed the data. There are, are four coupons on what each one. What is your fucking point? <laughs> and you've won nothing. No, I won free thing of Doritos and a bunch of. Oh, right. I run won some free hamburger meat, which I, <laughs> I turned into something it was grass-fed i'll have you know 
Okay, so this is the Monopoly board. It's okay. a mock-up of the actual oh, board. Geez. It's got the in-jail, yeah. free parking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you one of those people that puts the cash under free parking? And then when you land on it, you get to keep it? No. Okay, that's a... Yeah, that's, I think that's an East Coast a, thing. It's a variant. No, it's a variant yeah, for yeah. sure. But no, Monopoly sucks as a game. So you, you, what you're supposed to do is attach these coupons yeah. to, uh, let's just say, Boardwalk, because that's the okay. only one I can remember right okay. now. Okay, yeah. And if you get all four, it was Boardwalk, you get $5,000. Yeah. So if you get 177SA, 178SB, 179SC, and 180SD, which is uh, Chicken of the Sea, String Cheese... Yeah, see, now you're reading it. It's working. It's working. Now you're thinking about Sargento String Cheese. This is not work. It's not Sargento. It's a lower brand. Oh. Okay. So you're an elderly man. Yes. That's that's what's your point. (laughs) This is... What 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 is news to you here? I, I fold no, it correctly, oh, sorry, sir. Sorry, sorry, but I've no, I'm, I'm looking at your board here, yeah. and you have nothing affixed. Right, because I have an app that tells me if if I if I've won. If so you I, don't actually need to have this board. This is merely to show off. Well, eventually I'm going to stick them. Yes. And and so let's say you get all five of the oh, four of those. Okay. The the, yeah. the the chicken of the sea, the string cheese, the uh, I can't. They're very is that hard precious? To read. Is that precious string cheese? Uh, it's they're they're obscured. You can't read them. It's some dull oh. sliced oh. diced peaches and oh. chibani. Is that a yogurt? Uh huh. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So if you get all four of those, yeah. you, you have those those uh, aforementioned numbers. Yeah. And if anyone out there has them, mail them to Marty. Me, cut mail you them in for ten percent. How do you? What do you do? You go to the the manager. You go to Vons and you say, to, "Give me five thousand yeah, dollars or pavilions." And you say, give me my, and then they, where's g- my money? They gave me a gift card or I think it was like a $22 gift card. That's what it was. And, and then you sign the little thing and then you, you feel good about it. And you yourself. take a photo with you in the card. Or, yeah. You know, and it's actually a promotion. giant card. <laughs> it's a giant card. $20. Yeah. Yep. And it's there. All uh, right. It's there at the Vons in Pasadena. Okay. You can just look at, just uh, fold it correctly. Come I'm on. Sorry, sorry. No, be it's, just, it is no. Like, it's like a man. Oh, it's come like a on. Man. What are you doing? You're, no shit. you're the worst old man ever. I don't know how to. Does this flap come over this way? I, I don't. Oh, does it go this God. way? Yes. Oh, there it goes. There we go. Oh, there go. Jesus Christ. And so, how long does this promotion last? Oh, I think it ends like at the end of the month. Oh, shit. I'm like, get on. See, last month, like, I went there on the last day and they just give me a, a huge. Stack because the woman I, I went to Avon's, it's, it's a supermarket here in Southern California that's participating in this Monopoly game. Mm-hmm. And she's nationwide, said, Kroger. oh, it's nationwide. Oh, yeah, uh, Kroger. Kroger, yeah, you got your shawls, you got yeah. your jewel Osco. I've never heard of them. Star Market, uh, that's a uh, east coast, that's Boston area. See, world United, Amigos, Market Street, Tom Thumb. Okay, all right, what's your, what, what's your question? What's your question? <laughs> Just get to it. As my wife says, state your beef, what's state your, state fucking your beef. beef. I, it's is it worth it? It brings me joy. Really? Yeah. As I'm, you know, watching Queer Eye, the hands <laughs> got to do something. You know, you really watch TV and clip coupons. What is your point? That that's my point. <laughs> Jane says that uh, <sighs> that that her 66 year old mother and me are the only people that she knows who play the Monopoly grocery game. My mom only does it for the coupons. I've never seen her keep or play the board. Okay, Jane, just get the little clippy things and just send them over. Fire them up. Fire them up. So you take an app that scans some sort of QR code on each of mm-hmm. them. And yeah, look on the back. On, on the back of each each one has a little QR oh, code. Oh, so you've... <laughs> 
you're allowing Monopoly and these supermarkets access to your phone oh, yeah. and yeah. all the data there. They know they <laughs> they know what's on my playlist. Oh, they my. know what I'm buying on Amazon. God, and you know what? Bring it on. That means that the coupons will be even more geared towards me next year. I got to go shopping with you sometime. Oh, I just I want to see you like uh, during the aisles when, when you're, as you're one perusing. of our first our early dates. I took my wife to uh, Target and we strolled through the the aisles and I gave her you know talked through my whole system of going through Target. Oh boy! And and like because you know if you go to the the end of the aisles like the the ones that are outward outward facing the ones that are you know. In, in the corners, like that's where they put the, the clearance items. Ah, uh, you know, you, you, oh, you, you've can, hacked Target. Oh, yeah. You can, get, <laughs> you can get some, you know, last year's washcloths oh, and, you know, some boxed wine. Slightly swallowed Tide Pods. Yeah, yeah. So when I was a young lad and my parents were divorced, I spent weekends with my dad and he would go shopping at the supermarket. And my dad is a uh, German wasp accountant economics PhD did not want to be at a supermarket did not enjoy shopping did not uh, an economist should love going to the supermarket nah, you would one would think uh, he just hated the experience so he had really long accounting paper have you ever seen it's super okay long just imagine regular paper and longer okay and he had it organized where it said aisle one and then it, he just listed everything in that aisle that he would p- potentially ever want OJ butter Aisle two. Oh, that is an economist. Uh, not only uh, tissues were in aisle two, but he drew this the box for the ones that go on top of the toilet and the big rectangle ones, uh-huh. and he would just circle which one he needed. And he photocopied this because he had a photocopier that could accept long accounting paper. Uh-huh. And he would just take this list would be, he would put checks next to OJ, we need that. It was He was shopping at home before he even left. It was a, simply a formality when he showed up at the well, supermarket because he, he was just mapped out aisle by aisle. He probably spent as much time making that yeah, yeah. as he but did then he, if he, he but went. He, had, he but, had a big stack of them, like you have these coupons. Uh-huh. He wasn't a coupon guy. That was my mom. My mom loved coupons, uh-huh. and my mom Vicky. goes to a supermarket once a day, and right. she's a big return food fan. Like, mm, his, his grapes are off. Like, just... It's a fucking <laughs> toss up. <laughs> Throw them out. Like, nope. I want my I want my one ninety nine back, and I'm getting more grapes. Like, really? You drove across town. Like, yep. So he hated the supermarket. He would go once every two weeks, and so froze all frozen orange juice. Like, no, no fresh shit. And I'll never forget the day when this. Uh, I think it was Stop and Shop. It was Boston based uh-huh. place. It's probably I've now. To, I've been to Stop and Shop. They completely switched the store around. And well, I was going to say, that's what Trader Joe's does yeah. at like every six yeah. months. They trade, they change the aisles. And I was with him and the joy as the misery hit him. Like my, my foolproof plan, I get in and out in 10 minutes. I get everything I need. And he, he walked like, up to the manager and showed them his schematic, his schema. And the guy just went, I've, I've never seen anything. Well, he was in a Boston accent, yeah. but imagine a Boston accent. I've never seen anything like that before. And he said, you fucked me. He had like a Rain Man like breakdown. Yeah. Like, like, just I, like I don't I don't know where anything is. Yeah. I need, Thursdays I, is fish sticks. Thursdays is fish sticks. I need cocktail onions for my martini. They were aisle that, seven. That I don't be, know where they are now. That would be a Gibson. Yeah. That was no, uh, not a martini. Okay. Jesus. The corrector. <laughs> I stand corrected. I sit corrected. Uh, but that, yeah, I, I, I'm, and so uh, my mom is the complete opposite way. She, like you, gets the Sunday paper, the Globe, 
Boston Globe mm-hmm. and cuts coupons and oh, plans her week around uh, sales. Yeah, they, not they, just coupons, but sales. I know like because the, it comes out the the little the ca- the attachment whatever mailer thing comes out on Thursday <laughs> or Wednesday for the Thursday purchasing, and then yes, you know. yeah. So her her week was the supermarket every day after work buy one item there this steak is on sale for nine cents a pound for one day i'm going to go there buy 50 pounds of it and freeze it uh coupons return items uh double coupons on wednesdays so wednesday was a big day like it was a whole life that she had at this fucking supermarket and i fucking i was hated wondering it. why i had such an affinity well towards, I, I, with, you know with, we're, with we're going mother. i, I mean, think we're we're going deep i think she, we we had a lovely chat at your wedding oh wonderful she's, she was just a, a peach so i am somewhere in between the two i don't like shopping that much but i do i the other day i was meeting a, a gent in koreatown and he in typical LA fashion, oh, I'm going to be 15 minutes late. And I went to a Korean supermarket. Oh, they're the best. And I just, I don't, I don't, I, I know I need something. I'll find it. I needed fish sauce. They had it. Boom. Mm-hmm. Got a couple other what things. What kind of fish sauce did you get? The one with the crabs on it. Okay. It's good fish sauce. Uh-huh. Um, it's okay. I just said, um, it's no red boat. But yeah. I, whatever. I'm kidding. I'm, <laughs> I'm not kidding. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but at the same time, um, I don't like going to the supermarket. It's but it's a, it's a Korean market though. There's yeah, like yeah. there's like interesting products. Like their whole like packaged ramen section and udon section is just like fascinating because each one is like comes in a beautifully sealed bag, and inside that bag are three different bags, and each bag has a different thing, like the sauce, then the soup, and the the noodle, and then the dried vegetables. You know, it's like it's fantastic. But on. Uh, the same by the same token i don't shop sales i don't cut coupons i you're an idiot (laughs) you're leaving money on the table you're leaving money on the the counter my my sundays are not spent reading the newspaper with queer eye on and clipping coupons i go do other stuff i just okay i I feel like i'm gonna die better i'm gonna get no it's not better i'm different i'm different i'm better but i'm also different (laughs) (laughs) it's just I, i mean my grandmother was a super poor Russian Jew who starved and she shopped the same way too. It was like drive across town because the the tomatoes are nine cents a pound today, but you're wasting three hours of your day and four dollars in gas. Like doesn't matter. It's it's like this this getting a better deal that it, I just I'm. It's the weird. It's a brain thing, right? And you, you psychology like, yeah. and, and economics married. Yeah. Like my father in law is like that. He cannot enjoy a meal unless he knows that it's reasonably priced. Yeah. And like, so, you know, if we take him out, I try to hide the, the bill from him. But then if he sees it, then he'll just be like, oh, this is a terrible place. We're never coming back here again. I'm not exactly that way. Although in our new neighborhood, there's a pho place. Huh? Pho? And we went to go there. And there, of course, it's LA. So it's organic chicken pho. And it's fifteen or sixteen dollars for yeah. pho, and I went. I, I can't pay that. Yeah, there's just you can go, like literally across the street. There's another place. Oh, and right. It's, you know, there's like an acceptable amount to pay for something. Right. And if you go twenty minutes away, you can get just like some like non grass fed whatever organic chicken pho for like four seven bucks. Th- yes. Yes. But yeah, there's just there's even less than seven bucks. I, I appreciate your father in law's position on not getting ripped off I, when i see burgers that are 18 dollars, i just think that's 
That's dumb. Un- unless it's, you know, Wagyu beef or whatever. There, there's, what is it, the McDonald's quotient or something like that? Like the the price of a, of a McDonald's burger around the world. It's some... some some sort of targeting thing that economists use. And there's like a price that people will pay for a McDonald's burger. And there's like a price that'll pay for pho, but I, I, we definitely crossed it, but I, I normally don't think about it. I don't look at the, and I go, Oh, this is 12 99. That's a little pricey for a bowl of soup. I just, I go with it, but there's, there's definitely a ceiling. I, when I saw 15 99, I said, that's, and it's one of those little tiny bowls. It's very precious. Right. And I said, no, I'm not. Well, I think that there's a problem there, and I'll, I'll probably talk about it on another episode about the artificial price, low prices of, of certain foods, like, like, you know, subsidized beef and whatever. You know, corn being subsidized ends up bringing food prices down. And, and these big corporations, they like McDonald's, can afford to have very low-priced food because, well, they make up for it in soda, and also they get all sorts of different... You know, are they, food, are they a part of the, the monopoly game? Like, not McDonald's. I feel uh, they, like they've been do, a McDonald's they, yeah, one. Yeah, and then Darren was pointing out that they have that in the UK. But yeah, we we used to have a monopoly here. <laughs> but I think that the monopoly corporation, the Milton Bradley Corporation, found a different. Uh, are they from Springfield, Massachusetts? I feel like I've driven by their building, Milton Bradley MB. I think sure. they're from Massachusetts. Okay, Wait. is monopoly like a global thing? Do people in yeah, in Europe, know what Monopoly is. Yeah, okay. It, uh, I think it, it started out as a as a lesson about the evils of capitalism, right? And then it turned into like how Cru- you can, crush your parents yeah, on a snowy and, afternoon. Yeah, you can't go yeah, outside. How how to start a fight with your brother? Like how? Uh, yeah, it started in Springfield, Massachusetts. Look at me. Yeah, look at my tiny brain. Right. I I never enjoyed it. I I don't like. It's the not game. a good game. No, it's kind of lame. Yeah, it lacks creativity. <laughs> lacks creativity. Well, it doesn't, yeah. When was the last time you played Monopoly, like all the way to, to completion? Oh. You, decades? Yeah, decades, yeah. easily. I tried to play with with my nephews, and eventually they one started winning a lot more than the other, and then it ended the game. They got too upset. Mm. Um. Yeah, so Michael Binhock was saying that a former coworker was bargain hunting and shopping and probably did more, uh, spent more on gas than he did in saving money. And that's true. But it, for a lot of people, it's about the fun of the, the bargain. The hill, you know? the, the hill of the, thr- the, the thrill, thrill of, of the, the hunt. Chase, or the hill yeah. of the thrunt, as I was going to say. Yeah. All right. That's, okay. that's, you go. I'm, not, right. I'm not judging. I hey, just, it's not for what? me. It's the top of the hour, and you're listening to this Modcast Internet Radio Network's <sighs> Nooner Podcast. <sighs> All right. So, on that note, <laughs> let me play another sound cue. I, I, this is on the new machine. So okay. Three. We're going to dip into the mail sack. Mail sack, mail sack. I want to get my hands in that mail sack. Yeah, that was great. If you ever want to send an email, you, or if you don't, you still should. Let us know. Uh, ask us a question. Let us know a little something about yourself. And email us at noonerpodcast at gmail.com. Don't and, make it an option. Don't say if you want to. Yeah. I demand 
that you email us. I demand that you email us. If, email especially us. Especially if you haven't emailed us before. But if you have, email again. And if you sure. haven't, you must email us. And then ask a, ask a question here, like Steve Erdley did. Uh, at STE Boost. Greetings, Merps. I hope you're all well. Thanks for the rapid posting of last week's episode. As a downloader, it's appreciated when I can listen uh, soon after recording. Yeah, that is changed now because yeah. now we, there's one piece of the chain has been eliminated and it is hand, being handled by... The EPA. The EPA. <laughs> Scott Pruitt is bringing efficiency to the Smodco world. Sure. No, uh, it's all due to Will Wilkins. So if you want to thank somebody, thank Will Wilkins. He's a great guy. You should listen to his podcast and you should give him a thank you. Anyhow, on to my question, Steve goes on to say, as creative types, when you start something, uh, start something new, does it scare you? When I try a new thing creatively, I'm okay. But at the first signs of getting good or uh, even just like I'm getting to understand the basics, I get filled up with a massive dose, dose of fear like the world will fall in if I continue. Is this something that you've had or am I just a loon? You're a loon. No, you're a loon for different reasons. Any tips on dealing with that? I always look forward to a, a weekly dose of my LA ding-dongs and thank you for the continued free funny. Steve, that's a great question. LA ding-dongs? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's like our hockey team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's a good question. Mm, scared? That's not... Well, I think there's an apprehension of like, there well there's one issue of like learning the fundamentals of something like once uh what i've been doing a lot of coding you know yeah uh at least lately and okay. and when you, i learn like oh this is the basic sort of parsing of things like this is how this this computer language works and then i'm like oh i i get it and then all of a sudden you think okay well if i want to get good at it and it's, it's very exciting when you're like, okay, I understand the basic building blocks of Python or whatever. And then you're like, okay, what if I want to do something really complicated? And then it just becomes daunting. And when you realize the potential that you can do or, or writing a screenplay, like, okay, I understand like, okay, the dialogue goes here, the, the you know, character's here, and then this is how things are spaced and blah, blah, blah. And then you realize, oh shit, like, you know, I got the three act structure, whatever, but like this second act is a fucking bear and it's really hard to do. And then you, I think the thing to do is knowing that everybody who has written a screenplay or made an, a program like has gone through that same thing and they've worked through it and they, but it's only through doing a lot of work that you do it because that's the people who are achieving well, highly, at something creative have gone through that exercise over and over and over again until they appreciate like that that is that that is the the process of creation <laughs> okay is, is that a question you looked at me like do you agree no i, I it's it's a uh, it's that's a interesting observation i guess i you don't you should get scared, but you shouldn't show it. You should just, right. you know, it's a sign of weakness. It's right. like saying, um. I think you can be to own your work. So yeah. if you are un unsure of it, the, 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 the market, the buyers, the, the people who are going to listen to your song or 
by your app can can smell the fear. So you can't show fear. Right. But in the actual activity of it, you're just hiding it from yourself. I think that you can use it you, like desperation and like you can either use that that emotional response as like fear, not going to do it or desperation and just be like, I got to do it. Like I, I'm, I, you know, you just have that feeling and it's up to you what you what you do with it. If you want to let it hinder you, it will hinder you. And if you sure. want, and you, you have to accept that you're feeling that, you know. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, well, I, don't, I don't have the fear anymore. Yeah. Steve is somebody who's just naturally creative and he noodles. And so like on his iPad, he makes like songs and they're, they actually sound really great and they're moronic yes. because it, it refers to something that we had talked about earlier. My Amma Mom songs. Yes. yes. I take famous songs from the lexicon of pop culture and, and replaces I, the lyrics. All the lyrics are Amma. But he, you know, it's multi-instrumental, it's multi-track stuff, and, you know. <laughs> well, and, I want to teach myself garage band, so. And it, you've done a very, a very good job of it. Thank you. Yeah. And, and that was a way that you, you taught yourself a garage band in a way that was very low stakes and fun for you, and, you know, you didn't have to, y- your expectations were very low of what to do. Like, right. you weren't like, this is going to be the move, the, the song that's going to sell and, and make my career. You're just like, I'm, I'm going to learn how to do this. Yes. And I think that maybe that's an, another thing is setting your expectations. What, what is the purpose of, of learning something? Right. You know, create, or being creative. Is it to achieve something great or is it because you like the act of doing it or the, you like the product that you're making? I like the act of doing it because mm-hmm. um, I'm not a traditional artist. I don't paint because there's colors inside my head and I need to get them out. I'm, I'm more of a meat and potatoes television guy, you know, that's, you're, you're paid to come up with stuff. You're not paid to, to have the fear and I don't know if this is any good. You, you got to own it. Mm-hmm. You can go too far. Cause I, I, I know some people that I've worked with who, you know, oversell what they've come up with to the buyers. But, um, I, uh, I don't know. I don't, you can't get the fear. If you're writing a song, you you know, you must have studied music theory and and where the notes go. And if it sucks, it sucks. It's, you don't have to, you don't have to fear it. You, you're going to, you know, what, what is a good batting average for a hitter? Three, over 300. Yeah. That means you strike out quite a bit. So, my hard drive on my computer is filled with, uh, I was looking at it the other day, there's a folder called Dead Projects, and it is just an endless, endless stream of, of folders of, oh yeah, remember that? <laughs> yeah, that didn't, that didn't work. But, you know, I've always listened to people who say, yeah, this is, this was a character, I was, I, I was got obsessed with Hellraiser for no r- reason other than I some video popped up in my YouTube channels and I went, Oh, I loved Hellraiser when I was a kid. And then I read about the movie and Clive Barker had done a play years before that had a character that was very similar to pinhead, which is the the bad guy with the pins in his head in Hellraiser. So he's kind of borrowing from himself. And, and I believe even Tarantino said, yeah, I had written a, a student film and it had some stuff that then became reservoir dogs. Like you're, you're always kind of, ripping yourself off or, mm-hmm. or th- like there's something in there. 
I, maybe those um 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 songs are not album worthy, but I, it, I, it, it give you satisfaction. Hey, do you got anything funny? You know, yesterday some comedy writer texted me like, I, I, "You got anything for Kendall Jenner, Christian? One of the Jenners? I don't. I honestly don't know that world, but." And I thought, oh, I could, they could do a bunch of um, um, ums. You know, I, you never know when your your creative work is going to be of value to you. So mm-hmm. just keep doing it. Do you have, can you send me one? <laughs> you want an um, um, um song? Yeah. yeah. Send me one so that I can play it. For yeah. You. So people have context. Yes. This is what a grown man does. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. Peter WG writes in. This morning, Merps and listeners, Peter WG here on his first week off in two and a half years. That is fucking nuts. And what are you doing on your day off? You're listening to us? Wow. Dumb. (laughs) Uh, I have little to nothing planned beyond hikes, catching up on reading, visiting friends, video games, and a few creative projects here and there. If you're not traveling or going somewhere interesting, what do y'all like to do with time off? Clip coupons. Clip coupons play Monopoly. I go through my neighbor's recycling mm. so I can see if they have any coupons. What do I like to do? I like to cook. I like to look at restaurants and food and think about where to eat. I like video games occasionally. I'm obsessed Wait, with What video game? I go through weird... I, I am a, an odd bird. I am hard to pin down. Like I am obsessed with Madden. And I'm not a sports guy, but I, I love playing uh, football on my com- on my computer. Uh, what else do I like? Um, I'm obsessed with this game where you design subway systems for famous cities like New York and San Francisco. What game is that? Uh, Mini Metro. Wow. And it and was is like, that on your iPad? Yeah, it's on the pad and my computer. Okay. Um, and I'm just obsessed. I just and all you're doing is just drawing lines, and you see the little cars pick up little shapes. And I don't. Then I don't need to know this game because it just sounds like something I would just spend hours yeah. on. It's a sim game, and then you're just I don't, at a certain where point. Where do you have time to do all this stuff? Like, uh, I I don't really watch TV or clip coupons. Right, so there you go. There when you I'm, go. When people I'm, don't clip coupons, go. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, just late night, just calm down before. Slumber, uh-huh. designing Osaka's <laughs> subway system. Ah, oh, man, that's uh, crazy. You know, stuff like that. I don't, I don't know. That's uh, oh, and the other thing, Peter, that he likes to do is make a mum um song, like, like song. this one. I don't hear it. Oh wait, shit. Some say love is a It's a grown man. It's a grown man in, in his uh, home, singing along, hiding from his wife. Hiding from his wife. What are you doing up there? I can hear you. Um, um, um.
this is the whole thing. No, no, no. I think it fades yeah. out. Right now. But like you, that's not the one of the ones with drums, obviously. But you do all your own drumming and everything like that, and it's pretty. I give myself cool. a time limit. I I come up with a song and I say you spend thirty minutes on this on the music, and then you know, obviously, I spend countless hours on the uh, the <laughs> vocals. It's all it's all one take. It's just like and you're you're just using the mic that's on your iPad, right? Uh, my headphone mic. Oh, your headphone mic. Yeah, yeah. My, my earbuds. Yeah, you're just holding it up. Just holding it. it up to my mouth and probably going in the shower to get a little uh, better acoustics. But yeah, I, it, you know, make something every day. I think that's, it's make it tired like and cliched advice from old writing professors. But, you know, you got to keep creating and that's how you get good. Yeah. Yeah. Is, so I wish someone had said, no, they're serious. I'm like, no, I don't, I don't, I don't I'm too lazy. I don't want to have to create every day oh my god what's that i'm trying, trying to plug that headphone without noise but created more noise yeah great so i started a little hiking group uh-huh. on this weekend how did that go we didn't we didn't reach the peak there's a peak near near me that's like it's like 5600 feet uh-huh. is it angeles national forest yeah okay. it, it is in the national forest and it it's called mount low and it's where you dump bodies it's where you dump bodies yeah yeah but no, we it was beautiful. Like there's a big, lovely stream running through the first few miles, and uh, it wasn't that clear, but um, it was. I mean the the air, but it's you know we we got up there and then <clears throat> we ended up doing like 13, 14 miles and holy shit, yeah. And and then we we just sort of wanted to go get a beer instead mm-hmm. of like we were. It would have added another like hour and a half to do to peak, like to do the last leg, and we we're like, yeah, let's go get beer. Okay. Yeah. And it was good. Really fun. Um, so that's one thing I do. Hike. Hike. With men. With real men. Yeah. I mean, it was so cliched, like, broing out. Because on, like, on the way back, we're just like, well, who's the best singer-songwriter? Springsteen or Ugh. Dylan or... Blah, blah. Yeah. It was, like, total, like... No one has heard of Marshmallow or... Uh dead mouse it's it's all no, old old, no. guy, old grain guys yeah, who yeah. listen to uh tom petty sucks that I, it was, I get behind that yeah it, i hiked there years and years ago when i first moved to los angeles and it was a friend of mine who has since left but he invited me and i met two or three other new dudes we all just went to angeles national forest which is this huge beautiful part of southern california and we went on a, a hike and I remember one of the guys, my friend was, uh, he was Hawaiian born. He's uh, Obama, Anglo-Saxon, but uh, his friend, he had a friend from Hawaii who was uh, an Islander. And I remember he had flip-flops and I thought, we're going on a hike. It's okay. And a bunch of other guys we had just met. And so we just started hiking and we kind of got to where you guys were. We said, should we keep going? And because we were all in our 20s and macho shitheads, we just yeah. said, Oh, I, I keep going. Yeah. And we just kept going. And then should we, should we turn around? Oh, I, I can go further. And I remember at one point we're cli- like, we're hand over fucking yeah. knees climbing up the side of uh, a mountain. And we, there were guys with backpacks and those poles and That's, special that shoes. That was us. Yeah. Yeah. These, this is a guy in the back. He had flip flops and we just kept daring each other to keep going. Yeah. And at a certain point we said, what time is it? And it's not, uh, daylight save uh the sun's going down in about an hour and we are 
five hours into this. So we hauled ass. And I remember the last 45 minutes was in pitch black. Yeah. We were at, uh, we were going to have to sleep out there in the woods because we couldn't see the trail anymore. Yeah. And there were no cell phones with camera or lights right, on right, it. Right. And I remember, also, we didn't bring any water. Or maybe we brought water, but I hadn't eaten. And we'd hiked for eight, nine hours. I was so hungry. You guys were fucking we're idiots. Eating. Yeah, we're, we're probably close to dying out there. And I remember just, if I get, get me the fuck out of here, Lord, or, or Zenu or whoever yeah. I was praying to at the time. I will clean my life up. I will stop drinking. I will. I will get on up. And I remember. So you were genuinely. Like, I was genuinely terrified. Thinking, yeah, because we also saw these weird camp, you know, hiker guys that I thought th- those guys definitely murdered somebody. They're they're dumping a body, right? For sure. And I- I'm gonna sleep out in under the stars, right. freezing. Guys, cold. we gotta get naked and like yeah, huddle we're, together. Yeah, we're just in shorts, and yeah. then it gets really cold at night. And that happened to my roommate once, and and she went out with her boyfriend, and then they went out and they stayed out too late, and they had to spend the night because it was pitch black. They yeah. couldn't see a thing. So they spent the night just huddling, just freaking out. And they were just, you know, maybe a quarter mile from the yeah. trailhead. We were, that, that that was becoming apparent. And we were like, let's go, let's go. We got to make it. The, we're losing light. And the, the, the bargain I made with God that I would clean my life up. You lied to uh, God. W- ended as soon as we got to like a, a little... Uh, cafe and i went oh, i'm gonna have a beer <laughs> I went right, I went, oh my god that was the best beer i think i've ever oh had. that's was, great yeah. i was so hungry we just yeah. did not bring food or we brought uh, a little bit of food but for an eight hour hike where you're no, burning yeah, yeah. calories you need to bring no we had yeah, our we, jerky and trail mix so that was the last time i hiked <laughs> no that's not true you hike with your wife all the time griffith park is not a hike that yeah. this was oh well this one was a fun hike and, and we were all prepared and like like now I can bring my phone. I can download on Google Maps like ahead of time. Yes. So I don't need a connection there. And like it has me down to like, you know, within two feet or whatever. Like I can see well, where I am on the trail. The phone has a, a lamp on it. You can and see the trail. Yeah, and they, I brought a headlamp. And I brought... Yeah, yeah. A, we, we, this was supposed to be a, a quick hike and it, it turned into an entire day and it was um, hectic. Yeah, that's, uh, that's uh, a lesson to you all out there. Don't hike with Steve. No. And don't hike in flip-flops. Yeah. And that, it, it didn't bother that guy. He's like, yeah, that's fine. Jesus Christ. It bothered him. No. He just didn't, wouldn't say it. Yeah. There, uh, by the way, if anybody wants to, I'm going to open up the phone lines if you want to go onto Google Hangouts and you can ping us at, uh, uh, what is it, noonerpodcast at gmail.com. Just um, ping us on the video call or phone call, whatever, and uh, we'll, we'll chit-chat. And I'm, I think you know who I'm talking about. Um, Scott Pruitt? What? Scott Pruitt. Yes. So, do you know what the Fifth Amendment is? Sure. Yeah. What? It's the, the, you don't, uh, the, whatever, the right to not self-incriminate. Right. So, you can say, I plead the Fifth if you, and that's what they're expecting. Well, that's one reason why they don't want Trump to... Well, he actually, I think in an, if he's interviewed, I don't know, there are all sorts of crazy rules. Like there are certain situations where you can't plead the fifth. Right. Uh, but in a court of law, you can. And, uh, but it, it, it is basically saying that if I say something, it, it, it would be used against me. Yes. I watched a video years ago that went viral from a guy named James Duane. He's a law professor at some school in Virginia. And he gives a 30-minute talk, very spirited, very fast-talking, never says um once. 
and he's a former criminal defense attorney, and he goes That's on. That's got to be like your kryptonite if you say um and you're like a defense lawyer. Yeah. Like, um. Oh, that trial I was on, uh, that was the, where it was the, both lawyers' first trial, it was brutal. Oh. I almost like wanted to finish the guy's sentence. Like, right. I, I know what you're, 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 oh. <sighs> anyway, he gives a, an interesting talk about why you should never talk to the police. And he sort of talks about the Fifth Amendment a little bit. And then a cop comes up, uh, a detective, for sort of rebuttal. And the cop kind of says, yeah, everything he said is true. And then the cop goes through some of his techniques to coerce, um, I just said, um, to coerce confessions out of people. Right. Uh, it's a very easy video to find. James Dwayne, don't never talk to the police. And he has a new book out called something. I don't know. Okay. Don't still don't talk to the police. He he became a kind of YouTube sensation and now he's boiled it down. And so I read the book almost in a sitting. It's uh-huh. it's a pamphlet, it's 150 pages. It's not a, a heavy duty book. But I didn't really know. I don't I'm not a, a Supreme Court junkie. I don't really follow what's gone on. But when he made the video years ago, you could evoke the Fifth Amendment and it would not come up in trial. So you're the cops find you at a a crime scene and say, did, did you see what happened? You say, on the advance of ca- uh, counsel, I'm evoking the Fifth Amendment. Blah, 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 blah. So, oh, who's there? Who's calling? <laughs> hanging on. Hanging Just hanging on. on. Just hanging on. Hey, happy, hey. happy vacation. Thank you, sir. We are happy on the... nooner. Yeah, we are on yes. the line with Peter W.G. from from the Nutmeg State. From the nutmeg state. Yeah. What state is that? Because, because just like when you're cooking with it, if you forget about it, nobody notices. Oh, that's not true. It's it's it Vermont. Be, no, it's that that New England state, Connecticut. That's not that's not a New England. <laughs> we're 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 tri-state, tri-state New and New England. Yeah. Do you have earbuds, Peter? Uh yeah. Hold on okay. one sec. Real exciting radio. So it's not radio. It's, it's you have the right to remain silent. Is that the one? Not the. Uh, y- the you have the right to remain innocent by James Dwight. That's the book. Yes. Okay. Give me a sec. No worries. So they have changed it now. The law, and when you go to trial, that becomes a part of evidence that you pleaded the fifth. So it, it prior to some case, no, that doesn't. The prosecutor can't tell the jury that this person this uh, defendant pleaded the fifth now that has become a part of criminal trials so he says in his book which takes forever but to get to what you should do he says quote the sixth amendment which is takes forever i know i was like the sixth Amendment. i can't even remember the third amendment is that the one where you can't have soldiers i want a lawyer that's what you should oh, say right right to the lawyer right to i lawyer. i want a lawyer that's because your silence now can be considered um speech by not talking, right, by, right, by, right. The, the, he, t- he talks about all these wrongfully accused people, and they just said, oh, I, 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 "I'm not going to talk to the police, so I'm going to be silent," and that was used against them. And I, I don't, I don't dislike police, but the guy does go on to explain that there are tens of thousands of of laws that you possibly you can't possibly know as a citizen that you you're violating, you know, this fish and wildlife blah 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 when you bring home a shark tooth from bahamas you're transporting an endangered animal right in the united states that's a law you've just broken um so 
Yeah, so it's also a right to a speedy trial is the part of this. Yes, well, it's a part of the Sixth right, Amendment, right. but so um, it's basically saying that you have a right to uh, to justice, basically. Yes, yeah. But the the you know, and he's one of those these libertarian goof nuts who loves the Constitution. But it was a really fascinating read, and I, I will definitely not talk. Okay. About <laughs> yes, but what about if they just like talking to you on the street? What's up? That if you want a, a really f- just fantastic podcast about about the the Supreme Court. There's a, a podcast called More Perfect on WNYC. It's one of it's fantastic. Okay, I'm gonna start listening to it. Yeah, and they do a great one on on guns and just the evolution of the Second Amendment and the interpretation. Peter, this is going smoothly. I know this is like yeah. Oh, he he couldn't hear me because he didn't have his earbuds in. Hey, Peter. Hey there. What? I can barely hear you in my earbuds, but oh, okay. Well, what are you well, doing? Why did it take you so long to take a vacation? Uh, because my job has a lot of demand, and I I work a lot. Um, I've taken off time here and there, but usually it's a few days. Never this long. I haven't taken off a week in a very long, long time. What are you going to do? Uh, like I said on my email, not a whole lot. Hiking, visiting friends, um, doing some fun little creative things to keep myself busy. Um, maybe I'll go travel up to New York or something. But otherwise, just relaxing and not looking at my work emails. Ah, that sounds good. Is that mm-hmm. That's always hard, though. I'm it sure. is. I might have to take one of those days in the middle of the week just to like catch up. Otherwise, I'll go insane a little. Right, right. And how's uh, how's your domestic life like? You- domestic life is wonderful. Uh, I work from home, so I spend a lot of time in my office. And my girlfriend is lovely, and living with her has been wonderful. Uh huh. Has she written book two in her trilogy? Book two is out. And what's it called again? It is called Ren. Well, this one is called Ren Repose. And actually, I'm sorry, Marty, but uh, Steve got the scoop on you, Steve Owens, and she'll be on a Fascination Street pod. God eventually. damn it. So, ah. Yeah. Well, well, we'll have her on sometime soon, but I know that she's also very busy. Uh, yes. Yeah. Well, that's nice that you get to work from home. Um, anything else? So you haven't seen Isle of Dogs yet? The no, nope, not of yet, Dogs. but I plan on seeing it this week. Okay. And you're a big Wes Anderson fan? I, I do enjoy his work, yes. I don't think I've... I think I've liked pretty much every movie he's done. I can at least find merit in his work, even uh-huh. if I don't really love the movie. Okay. Uh, what was the... Wait, what, what was the one that he did with the trains and the three brothers? Um, the uh, Darjeeling Limited. Darjeeling Limited. Do you even like that one? I do. Okay. <laughs> and what, what's your feeling about Paddington 2? I haven't seen it yet because, you know, I, I didn't see Paddington 1. Do I need to? Or can I just jump need, right on it too? do not need to. You can just go oh, right perfect. in. Well, then. Yeah. Uh, and all right. So what else is going on? Like, how shitty is Solo a Star Wars story going to be? Oh, boy. Uh, I have no idea. I, I know that it's probably the first time I've seen like a... I'm not really remotely excited for a Star Wars movie. Um you know, at least Rogue One looked interesting from the trailer, so it had me there. Um, I'm not really uh, too too excited for this one. Uh huh. Um, Avengers. Avengers looks fantastic. Mm-hmm. I I enjoyed Black Panther a whole ton, so I'm certainly 
pumped for that. Um, God, what else is coming out now? Oh, I don't know. I, I, Isle of Dogs 2? Isle yeah. of Dogs 2, yeah. And that, that is also a pun, you know, because I love dogs as well. Right? That's, a, that's not oh, a pun. Is that a wow. pun? Yeah. So, wow. sure. Okay, do you want to join in on this conversation? I wanted to ask you guys about if you've heard of FOSTA, FOSTA, I don't know how you pronounce it, and, and SESTA. These are two bills. It's the uh, a mashup of these uh, two bills, one in Congress that was called the Stop Enabling Sex Traffickers Act of 2017 and the Fight Online Sex Trafficking Act. That was the, the one that passed in the Senate. And basically it says that it, it's designed to prevent websites from facilitate, facilitating sex trafficking, which, you know, nobody... That's a broad term, right? Right. And, and of, well, trafficking implies the, the bringing of, of, you know, the forceful, the forcing of, of women and, or children, adults and children, just into sex work. And so the, basically they're banning, they're making the the sites that advertise this stuff sex traffickers if they inadvertently like have you know like if craigslist where they don't go through every listing right right if a sex trafficker sells whatever prostitutes out children on that site then craigslist is responsible and ah. and, and liable oh boy and so that's why backpage just got raided and shut down well also because for money laundering and that's why Craigslist pulled all the these sort of the, escort the services. personals, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, and they, yeah. they have escort services and stuff like that. So those all got shut down. And so the idea is like we're all for like nobody wants to to support sex trafficking, but with well, this, well, well, you know, <laughs> I don't participate in it, but I don't. I give it never. Yeah, I give it one um up. But isn't uh, isn't Sex trafficking also escorts and no, that's cam that's sex work. That's sex workers. Yeah, sex yeah. workers. So what this also does is it sucks, shuts down sex workers. Oh. And so now these people who are doing their just like their independent sex workers making a living doing hand jobs or whatever, like they <laughs> hand uh, jobs or whatever, or whatever, or, or whatever, or whatever, or. Even kinky stuff, L light like, Python coding or hand jobs, whatever, whatever is available. <laughs> they're like even like a, a furry site shut down because they were worried about the liability of I this see. stuff, and and so then all of a sudden they have no way of advertising their their stuff, and so then like if you like when I first moved to LA, I lived right off a of Sunset Strip, and you could see out the window like just streetwalkers going up and down, prostitutes, prostitutes. Yeah. Yes. And we would just, you know, we would drink beer and just watch them and like, you know, it was amusing. And that was a, two blocks away from where uh, Hugh Grant got busted, Paddington 2. Um, Paddington 2, <laughs> Hugh Grant. Paddington 2, Hugh Grant. Receiving a blowjob yes. in his car. And, and, got, and, and got arrested. The, yeah. The police came up on him. And then as the 90s progressed, like then you, the, the, the internet exploded and there were, were no longer any prostitutes on the street. Yes. And in, turns out also if uh, the violence against women that non-domestic violence against women went down 17 percent in cities and so like these sex workers were safer because they could screen their their customers and they could advertise and they could you know have 
like wouldn't just expose themselves like uh, on escorts. The court. That's what you're talking escorts. About. Yes. Yeah. Prostitutes. So they used first Craigslist and then Craigslist kind of poo pooed and then everyone yeah. went to back pages, which yeah. I only heard of yeah. through some agents. Yeah, like, but that's uh, been around every, for it's, a while. It's where you go find hookers in whatever and then, town you're. Uh, Escorts in whatever. Yeah, time and here. then there's a, a kind of a one that was just in the news today called the Erotic Review. Oh, that, yeah. that hold just on, let got, me write that down. Yeah, and that is a, a subscription site, but they will now no longer accept uh, American listings there. But and, won't they just come up with some sort of code for it? I, I, well, that's the the other thing. Yeah, that that is that is probably what's going to hey, happen. Hey, do you need but, Python coding? Uh, I'm in call and, you know, it's what if $300 you really need for, uh, for for your Python <laughs> coded. C++ is $500. No, no, just interested in, in the hand job. What's that cost? Yeah, I just need um, um, some manual coding, um, some oral coding. Yeah. It's like $300. I, I mean, isn't there just an easy uh, way to get around it? And Reddit has banned their, their sex worker. Not Reddit. Sub, subreddits. And but it's it's not because they're prudish. It's because they don't want to be liable. Of they course. they w- could go to prison and yes. they could shut down Reddit. So and and this, I believe and this bill passed like in the Senate like ninety seven to two. Right. Like because nobody wants to be pro sex trafficking, right. but it is anti sex worker, which anti capitalism too. Yeah, yeah, and and it's also very anti free speech. Like, you know, you should be able to post whatever you want, right? Sure. Like, well, no, you can't post. Uh, bah, 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 what? What? You can't post slander, right? You can. I guess so. Right. Well, it, but it does test the limits of free speech yeah. by by censoring these ads. I just feel like it's going to pop up somewhere else. Sure, but right now, if you were dependent on that money, if you were working in if that, you. I'm going to Cleveland in a couple of weeks and I need to get an escort and I back pages is not available to me. What am I going to do? Yeah. Or if you're that escort, like how do you get, how do you put food on the table? And, and like learn to code, I guess so. And that, that's the thing. It's like, there's, there's such a stigma on sex work because, because it's unseemly and, and you know, we don't want to, our... not if it's done right. It's quite beautiful. <laughs> I like it unseemly, <laughs> but you, you know, I, I just think that, a person has a right to do with their body what they will, and as long as they aren't forcing somebody else to do it, right? It, well, we're all uh, obviously we're all against people being forced against their will. So you're, you're talking about young girls who are or men or men, young people, people who are brought from another or country older. or oh, old, yeah. old people. Okay, yeah. all people, yeah, mammals yeah. are brought over from another country, or even actually there there are cases where it is domestic. Hey, yeah. come to Florida. Runaways. You can make and, money doing, yeah. you be in the adult film industry, right. which is legal. And they get there and they realize, oh, this is really uh, a sex ring. Like, right. I'm, right. And they're forced I'm, into I'm, to do sex work that they don't want. That to. is the weird thing. Like, why not just put a camera in the corner and then just say, we're making pornography and then it's legal and then just destroy the tape. And just have casting things, like just post casting calls like oh it's a $300 to audition no but like and I always say this on this stupid podcast but right now somewhere in the city someone is driving to uh, an apartment in the valley and they're going to blow a guy they've never met like but it's being filmed so it's legal so why not just just get a C-stand and a and a Kino Flow and a, yeah. a couple of sandbags yeah. and have a sound guy just sit there and watch you fuck someone and then it's you're you're making films right I don't know I'm sure people who are in that world don't want to be photographed. 
Yeah. I, I don't know if this is going to stem sex trafficking at all. I mean, because no. like you said, like people will find a different way to sell sex and that's never been a problem throughout history or, but then, then maybe it's back to streetwalking and then you've got these young people being forced to, to streetwalk. I think people are, we're in such savvy times. They'll just find a, a workaround. They'll, it'll be a Snapchat disappears, right? Yeah. Or a, you know, a, a deep web, something or another that the government has trouble getting on a hold of. I, this is for show, right? This is no, but it actually does. Like, you cannot support the the selling of sex. I mean, I don't forget how the actual law is is um, is presents itself, but like like support networks for sex workers, like like there are websites that for them they will ha- might have to shut down because they're promoting sex work. I see. So that that will hurt sex traffickers or sex workers, um, not traffickers, but uh, and those are the those are the organizations that also help to stop sex trafficking. Hmm. They don't want to support that. So it is it is. Wouldn't it be better if it was like legal? Yeah, it was. There were places you could go, and it was legal. Yeah, wouldn't that be easier? I'm a total libertarian when it comes to to sex work. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Me too. Well, I don't You, you too, Peter. You don't have to agree. Sure. Me too. Hashtag. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that also has I've come that way because like I am not a parent, and I think if once you become a parent, your politics change. Oh yeah. So like, I went with a friend to a dispensary, and it was his first time, and we. Yeah, and I'm not a big pot smoker. We were, he was just, he wanted a joint. He got like some CBD and a joint. Sure. And on the way back, we were getting lunch and he was just saying like, you know, I, when that pro- proposition, whatever came up uh, to legalize pot in California, he voted against it. Sure. And I'm like, really? Like, why did you vote against it? And he's like, well, I, you know, I just like, I didn't want it to like, you know, be, I want there to be a stigma there so that my boys won't, won't like, you know, come home stoned. And I'm like, well, wouldn't you rather have them come home stoned instead of like come home drunk and like where the risk of injury and, and death is much greater from alcohol than pot. And he's like, well, you know, it just didn't feel right. Yeah. And I, I, I I didn't, you know, I was just curious. I didn't argue it. You know, you you feel how you feel. And also like, I, then I remembered my sisters were the exact same way there and they did drugs in high school and they were just like, nope, don't, don't want, don't think it's going to be good for and like well okay the statistics are like if you feel that way it's then you not, sh- it's you're, right. you're voting from your heart right. not your brain but then if you feel that way then you should want to ban alcohol which is far worse for teenagers and adults you know no we need alcohol right that's, exactly that's what gets us through the day right but right well and it puts the onus on the, the onus the onus is that a word onus yeah onus on the parent where you have to now be parent your parent. child and oh, be a good oh, parent God where forbid. Yeah. the government uh, will take care of parenting by making all the fun things illegal that's that's on you to raise non-garbage babies and good good make good citizens but that's work if so the one to, were to smoke pot in Connecticut where would you get your pot um uh well you maybe go to Massachusetts as it's legal there Mm-hmm. Um, as well now, um, or you potentially visit California and bring some back with you. 
Um, or you just uh, do it the old-fashioned way and find a guy who knows a guy. Meet uh, a guy in the back of a bowling alley right. who knows a guy. Exactly. Yeah. Get some dirt yep. weed. That would be candle pin bowling. Um, My dad voted Shaw's against parking it. parking lot. In mm-hmm. Massachusetts. He what? My dad voted against it in Massachusetts yeah. when it was on the ballot. Yeah. And I said, why? You don't smoke pot. Well, they haven't studied it. That's my dad. And I said, yeah, they have. What is it? And he, he, he enjoys his wine. Right. I said, but it didn't work with prohibition. And yeah. wh- what do you care? Well, they used to say cigarettes were good for you. And I'm like, I'm not saying pot's good for you. And that's it's not, bad that's for not you. the issue. Yeah. But so is everything else that we do. And... Christ, we're all going to be dead in 100 years anyway. Why not enjoy yourself? Like, what What are we saving ourselves for? We are done. The The party is over. Right. The cops are here. So just enjoy yourself. I, I don't... And he was a, a very liberated guy, but for some reason, he was just... I know. Well, they told us cigarettes were good. And my stepmom smoked cigarettes and then died of lung cancer. And, and I'm saying... A, you're so misinformed because you can eat it now and you can take yeah, it as yeah. an oil. Like it's not your the stigma of smoking joints is still burned in in the minds of the older voters. Who, yeah, I don't. That's that's bad stuff. Like it's fucking baked into a gummy bear. But it, and it's so it's funny. Not going to give you lung cancer. When I was saying like you know the the statistics show like that's exactly what. Uh, uh, these people do not want to hear. They don't care yeah. about statistics. Care, yeah. It's about feelings. And I was hoping that Jane would pipe in, and she did. And she said, I'm a parent. I say legalize prostitution and pot, then regulate it, tax it, etc." That's exactly what you do. Like, look, look at where places where prostitution is legal. Where? Know? Where is this? Where? Like Nevada. Yeah. yeah. Is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, outside of cities of a certain size. Yeah. So. We so. got uh, this whole state of Idaho just sitting there. Just turn it into some sort of like po- paradise, f- f- fuck state where you just do whatever you want. Just I, I, I don't. Uh, it doesn't need to be down the street from you. I understand if you have kids, you don't want. A- but you can also do what Jane is doing and is gonna be a good parent. And like and and it is illegal for people under twenty one to from having pot or or alcohol. It's the fear that my son will end up fucking an escort or my daughter will f- end up being an, an escort. escort. That's, I think that's the subconscious. Fear. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't want them to end up. No one wants their daughter to end up at a strip club. Yeah. But, but yet you make more money than you do at McDonald's and nobody wants their kid to work at McDonald's. I always think of that when I look at porn, I think, what does she tell her dad? Oh, oh here, he's about to come. Oh, I gotta watch. <laughs> <laughs> and, and fuck, fuck her dad. I don't give a shit. <laughs> oh, oh, dad, doctor. Oh, Okay. Yeah. What was I about? Python. Uh, I don't really <laughs> right, care. Right. I don't care about her dad anymore. I just I want to eat a sandwich and close my eyes for ten minutes. I I there somebody's dad is back home going. I hope she's doing well out there in L.A. And Everybody she's driving to a set right now, and they're like, "All right, you're going to do double anal, and then you're going to do a blow bang, and then we're going to do some, some stills, you know, for the promo- after you've been fucked for hours by strangers. Let's get some stills." Let's get some promotional material, some behind the scenes. Let's interview you before yeah. and after. Like, like everybody hates their job, right? Yeah. And uh, for every everybody, like, you know, their job is a chore. Their job, like, challenges but if they passed a their, law that, their that, dignity. That outlawed pornography. It, it would go somewhere else. There is a demand for it that is unquenchable. People love the porn. It is. Yeah. And well, people love sex, right? Well, that's kind of part of it. Yeah. They like looking at other people have sex. Yeah. And I've never been to a 
an escort. I've never been a part of uh, a sex uh, for money. What's that? What, what, what prostitution? Prostitution, whatever. Yeah. Okay. But it it doesn't it just doesn't bother me. And maybe because I don't have kids and right, think about, right, right. oh, my daughter is going to end up a, a streetwalker. But for all the other daughters out there who do, and sons become streetwalkers, they like, it would be good if it was a regulated and, and protected industry. You know, that's, that's how I feel about it. Uh, Walking the streets is more dangerous than doing it from your home. Yeah. Yeah. No, completely. Yeah. Tyson says the rats are coming. The werewolves are here. I don't know why you're mentioning a 50-year-old movie, but that's... What's a 50-year-old movie? Uh, the Rats Are Coming, The Werewolves Are Here. That's a movie? Yeah. I never heard of it. Yeah. I mean, from 1972. Uh, it, it's about a daughter and a family of werewolves. Have you ever seen the movie 2001, Colin, A Space Odyssey? Go on. Have you seen it? Peter, have you seen it? No, I've, I've never heard of it before. <laughs> Is it any good? Mm-hmm. Does anyone know if it's any good? Oh, oh, it's rated G, so it must be <laughs> I, good. I know. Like, did oh, it need I a rating? That. You know, it is rated G. Yeah, yeah. It's like the weirdest thing. Well, there's like, no it, swears and nothing really happens. And it's just, and it will fuck up a kid. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. Like, I'm still not wow. sure if it's a good movie. I'm. Not, I've seen it many, many times. Yeah. High, not high. It's a necessary movie. I don't know if it's a good movie. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel about. Uh, some some books so that's how i feel about like you know is, is huck finn is that good yeah is is citizen kane a good movie yes it is it is it is All a right. good movie it's important i can't even see anybody's faces in it you know it's too dark well i you got to get on the tv and turn up the tint <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Well, what's the gamma <laughs> yeah on let's that? get that contrast bump it way up yeah, yeah. is this an hdr and colorize it please i think that's a good movie i thought okay. I, I think that's i think 2001 is a good movie too but w what happens it's about the evolution of man uh, okay it's like it's about the like every there's a monolith yeah yeah the monolith the, that is the symbol of the the advancement of, of man you know it's a it's a big theme in arthur c Clarke's work okay childhood until you become a star child which is the reasonable uh outcome i'm a star child. i feel like the movie just started like I, w w what's next the star child's floating back to earth is he really big or are we just <laughs> close on him is he giant exactly. is he the size of earth exactly what happens next yes who is he greeted then by watch 2010 oh yeah, no, yeah. It's never mentioned <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah this giant baby showed up the size of the of a moon and uh and anyway, roy scheider's like mm. i don't know i was a jaws <laughs> i was in french connection too uh, and i've got a you know two ex-wives i got i got a we're doing pay we're doing 2020 it's coming up <laughs> we're gonna go out there and shoot that, that space baby with lasers that would be funny if it was 40 years later or whatever 2001 so i guess 20 41 and that baby is still, still it's now just a middle-aged man floating out there naked and angry so peter here's my what i would ask of you and i don't know if, if it's even uh, feasible uh, monetarily or time-wise but there's a show i think it's off broadway or it might be on broadway it's called in and of itself okay and it's a one-man show performed by Derek Dalgadio. Sure. And he is one of the most uh, amazing magicians I've ever seen. And the show it, it is actually not about that necessarily. It has like around eight minutes of magic, I think, in the whole show. 
but I haven't seen it. I don't think I'll get a chance to. It was directed by Frank Oz of Miss Piggy fame. And it's supposed to be fantastic. So if you want to, huh. if you're able to see it, I think tickets are like, you know, 80 bucks or something like that. And you want to give us a, a, a report on that. That would, that would make, that would, that would be as close as I could come to seeing it, I think. Um, well, I, I'll, uh, I'll do my best. Okay. So you know how that works out. Okay. Cause if you, yeah, if you, how far are you from New York? Yeah. Two hours. All right. Uh, so on that note, I think we've reached a good ending point. Do you have anything you want to plug? Do you, are you going to be at, I don't know, what, what are the big summer shows for you? Uh, I mean, well, Coachella is going on this weekend and next. And uh, I might be back in LA next weekend. Oh, are you going to go uh, to Coachella? Uh, maybe just do like a site visit, probably not even see any of the show. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know. All right. Uh, tours, Beyonce, things like that. Oh, you know. So boring. Ugh. Ugh. Stupid Beyonce. That's uh, it. No plans. Right. Well, it was great catching up with you. And Hey, and, thanks for having me. Yeah. And uh, we'll have to get your, what's your girlfriend's name again? Brittany. Brittany. And plug her book again, her book series. Is, uh, the new one out is Ren Reposed. Her first one is Ren Big. And it's a, a young adult sci-fi thing? Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, yeah, young adult. All right. Fantasy, yeah. All right. And what is her secret to being productive creatively? You have to ask her, but she's currently working on her homework because she's always being productive. Ugh, I hate people like that. Steve, yeah, me too. Steve, where can people hear your um songs? Uh, I'm going to put them up on SoundCloud at some point. There, <laughs> okay. there, there's about 50 of them. Uh, there's, some, there's some real good ones. There's, some, there's a little learning curve for me, so yeah. there's, there's some rough ones. All right. But it's all over the map. It's yeah, rock and roll, and it's uh, no, it's there's a unifying theme throughout them. <laughs> well, they um is in everyone, right? Yes. Okay, so that'll be coming up. I've been having uh, I've had some some issues editing these uh, these podcasts, but I'll have a couple coming out this, uh, this hopefully this week. Uh, I'm doing uh, work is a little crazy right now, so uh, but I'll have some ding dong chomps coming up. Oh yeah. And I'm, on, I'm, on, I'm on another. If, if this wasn't enough, there's more of us. Yes, there is more. If, so if you go to dingdongchomp.com, we'll we'll post stuff there. And I just I just have been really bad at time management, so I apologize. But we have a, a few banked, so those will be coming out soon. And next week, everybody, we will have uh, Kyle Bornheimer. Hopefully, he has tentatively agreed to come into the studio, the the dining room. And uh, he's a very, very funny guy. Do you who, who, actor? Actor from many shows, okay, and movies. Yes, he's he's been the star and best friend of many comedies. Yes, and he will be here. He's also done Goog- some filmmaking. And, oh yeah, he's yeah. a director. Too. He's a director. And Google him so you know. Yeah, have good questions. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. So if you have Carl Bornheimer questions, send them our way. Any questions at all? That's Podcast at gmail.com. And um, just one quick question. Oh, go on. I'm looking at a, a, a bunch of chairs piled up in the corner of this room. Okay. Underneath it is a giant bottle of Jack Daniels. Yeah. Why? Because there's another Steve out there who's coming to this. The, I believe you were here for that. No, were you here for that? He, he brought in two bottles of tequila and a bottle of Jack Daniels like, and a bottle of vodka from like Costco. Okay. And so, and he expected us to drink them all in a night, I think. Oh. Yeah. But why is it underneath the, the pile of chairs? 
I don't know where else to put it. Oh boy. Yeah. Well, uh, if anyone needs a half consumed bottle of Jack Daniels, it's up here yeah. by the uh, yeah. Sweet Coffee and Eagle Rock. Just yep. Just ping, come on ping by. Ping us on back pages. And Peter, Mark. when if you can make it back to LA, you'll have to come in and visit if you have the time. And, Certainly. And we um, we're so great to see you. Um, I'm unfortunately just gonna have to. Uh, this is the same computer that has the uh, the soundboard. Bye. So. Okay. All right. So, guys, we will see you next Tuesday. I'm an idiot. See you next Tuesday. If that If that fuck, I'm the if that fuck, I'm the if that fuck, I'm the if that fuck, bop, 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 hit that fuck, 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 This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio.